Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll feature postmodern folk singer-songwriter McCain Lakey and neo-acoustic folk rock duo Jamie Lou and Garrett Broland, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Down in the vault, Mark Jones offers an archival recording of Ozark original Dwight Moody performing the traditional song In the Pines, and author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage discusses the many and varied styles of folk music captured by legendary song collector Alan Lomax. That's this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Songs identified as folk music are often relics of long ago, but songs that we now consider to be traditional folk songs were at one point singular and personal expressions of their original composers. They were new songs. Although we may not recognize folk music that's contemporaneous and relevant to ourselves, it's all around us. Artists featured on this week's show embody the spirit of folk nouveau or new folk. They've taken in sounds and stories of traditional folk music as well as modern influences to build new sounds and stories bridging their own personal experiences to this ancient art. Sometimes the pursuit of our greater humanity involves jumping into life head first. That's what McCain Lakey does. Armed with George the trusty road cat, a car full of instruments, and all the fight of a rambling rural raised wanderer, McCain Lakey is one to be reckoned with. Here's McCain singing three of her original songs and a traditional gospel song to boot. I wanted Mary Pools to run into yours since the last time I saw your sweet face. I keep dropping stones, but my rings, they grow weaker. They never do cast me away from this place. I'm up in the mountains after days on the prairie, just driving and drinking and wishing for rest. And you're on my mind nearly all of the time, and I wonder if you're out there missing me less, and it's raining on Lake Marie. Carefully save all the memories I've made Hope 
Sometimes when I'm lonesome, I think of you sitting and watching the fish jump out on Lake Marie. You set loose a stone and you wait for the ripples to flow down the river and out to the sea. You stare at the mountains and the sunsetting sky as the rain starts. Silently fall. Then you look all around as the water runs down, and you worry someday I won't miss you at all. And it's raining on Lake Marie, raining on Lake Marie, and if you. like about 13 I started playing the banjo kind of casually playing the banjo <laughs> um and I really loved the banjo so part part of my attraction to old time was, came through that of just like really falling in love with an instrument and wanting to learn more from there um but I think that another another thing that really has impacted that connection with folk music has been um just the stories I feel like there's a lot of a lot of power in the stories that we tell and the things that we pass on. And I think that it's so important to like look to history for the lessons that it can teach us and, and being able to connect to history through music, which is something that I just love and am super passionate about, feels really important and really good. <laughs> um, so I think being able to kind of tap into different people's lives by listening to the music that they make was a really big factor in kind of sucking me into wanting to do it.
folk music just has huge potential to bring people together because I think that right now I think it's it's become a lot easier I think through the ways that like technology has come in and like I don't know just uh, there's a lot of factors that I think can be pretty isolating that sort of um, cause people to sort of stick to the things that they know or stick to like particular groups of people because um, they have, you know, things in common with them or, you know, I don't know. I think it's just can be really isolating. And I think that um, folk music is a way to kind of like blow open all of these little boxes that we've just kind of stuck ourselves in and just say like, oh, actually, let's sit in a room with other human beings and let's like have an experience together and let's feel some feelings together and let's like dance and be happy and like realize that we really have a lot more in common than we have different. Gave us all our curly hair and skin that died. 
Folk music, because it's so story-based, has the potential to, I think, get people kind of outside of their own perspective. And I think that listening to other people's stories, I feel like, is kind of the first step towards connecting with people that are different from you. And so I think that folk music has huge potential for that. And that, that to me, feels like the first step towards creating some, like, good change in this world, you know, to get people talking to each other and listening to each other, more importantly, listening to each other. So yeah, I think folk music is is really unique and also really special. But I don't know, I guess actually not very unique in that like we all have folk music, right? Like this is something that like no one is exempt from a folk music tradition. Like there's there's um, you know, everyone is a part of this process and a part of this um, this kind of journey in passing down stories. So so that's cool too. I'm thinking Friends that I used to know who lived and suffered this world Trembling fear, what are they 
Singer-songwriter McCain Lakey, singing some songs she wrote, Lake Marie, Something About Your Eyes, West, and an old traditional song, What Are They Doing in Heaven Today? We'll hear more originals from McCain later in the show, but when we come back after this short break, be warned that I'm going down to the vault for a visit with the effervescent Mr. Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. If you listen to this show very often, you've heard me talk a lot about the vault here at the Ozark Folk Center where we keep all our recordings that we've made from just about every show since 1973 when this place opened up. My friend Mark Jones does a great job of keeping track of all these recordings down there in the vault. Let's go down and see him today. Hey, Mark. Hey, Dave. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. Well, you're looking good. Well, thank you. You must not have been looking well, at Well, it's kind of dark down here, you know. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Dave, you know something I was sitting here thinking about? How music just seems to transfer from generation to generation around here. And I guess a lot of that may be because of... Not much coming in here, and all the dirt roads that were here, the only way you could get to Mountain View was a dirt road. That's right. Until, gosh, until into the 1970s, you know, Stone County was really an isolated place. I, I don't. I think the first blacktop road came in about around 1968 or so, so it was pretty isolated here. And I think a lot of that transfer you're talking about has to do with these families. There's Musical families here, like we're just about everybody in a big family will play music. That's true. And uh, you, you, do you remember the Moody Brothers? I do. I remember the Moody Brothers garage on the east side of Mountain View, that old ramshackle building. Those guys, they, they could uh, fix your car or build a mandolin. That's true. They sure could. And they're just very, very intelligent and probably neither one of them had any nothing more than a high school. At best. At best. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this young man, Dwight Moody, is from that family, and he's got his cousin playing with him, Greg Moody, playing mandolin. Greg, Greg, who's still a really fine musician up in Branson, Missouri, huh? He sure is. And... Uh, I'd like for you to listen to this. What song are they going to do? In the Pines. A ah, classic old song. Let's listen to it. Longest train I ever did see was down in Georgie Pine. Engine went by half past four, the caboose went by at nine. In the pines, in the pines, where 
the sun never shines And you shiver when the cold winds blow Little girl, little girl, what have I done To make you treat me so? You cause me to weep, you cause me to mourn You cause me to leave my home In the pines, in the pines where the sun never shines And you shiver when the cold winds blow Little girl, little girl, where'd you stay last night? Not even your mama knows I stayed in the pines, in the pines where the sun never shines And you shiver when the cold winds blow In the pines, in the pines where the sun never shines And you shiver when the cold winds blow in the pines, in the pines, where the sun never shines, and you shiver when the cold winds blow. Well, that's great, Mark. Good to hear In the Pines again, and great to hear a song done by one of the big families here in Stone County, the Moody family. That's true. They contributed a whole lot here in Stone County. I'm proud to know them. Yep, me too. Hey, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you again, okay? Thank you, Dave. As I said earlier in the show, there's new folk music being written all the time, although it may not abide with conventions of style or subject that we generally attribute to folk. Culture and music strive from the roots along the lineage of time and experience. Folk songs written now must observe modern cultural influences in the same way that traditional folk songs embody the culture of their time. Let's listen to a couple more songs written and performed by McCain Lakey, starting with Midnight. What do you do when it's midnight and there's no one to call? No one to call. And you've got to get out because you're so awfully sick of this rainfall. i 
Yeah, um, folk music to me is, is definitely like an opportunity, I think. It's like, it's kind of a jumping off point for so many things. And I think that, yeah, folk music is, um, it's being able to connect to the people who came before you. It's, uh, it's a way to view history and view how, you know, different events over time influenced different people in different places. It's a way of celebrating with other people. It's a way of like having fun and laughing even when things are hard. Folk music is like, it's like, you know, a way to create family, you know, regardless of where you are. I mean, I think that like folk music, it, it represents to me just like this, this massive potential where there's so much that can, that can grow, you know, from, from this kind of seed. So. Left you a week. 
try Some stones for your head on a dusty dirt bed And two lifetimes of memories in case you pass That was postmodern folk musician and songwriter McCain Lakey singing two more of her original songs, Midnight and That's the House. Another new folk artist who has visited us recently is Florida native and current Arkansas resident Jamie Lou Connolly. Jamie Lou performs solo as one half of a folk duo and as frontwoman for a full electric band called Jamie Lou and the Hullabaloo. For her acoustic performance at the Ozark Folk Center State Park, Jamie Lou was joined by singer, guitarist, songwriter, and fellow Jamie Lou and the Hullabaloo band member, Garrett Broland. Here they are playing one of Jamie Lou's original songs, Drag Me Down.
That was Jamie Lou Connolly and Garrett Broland with a brand new folk song, Drag Me Down. We'll hear more songs from this talented duo in a while, but after this short break, folklorist Charlie Sandage will reveal the amazing musical legacy collected by the great Alan Lomax. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Our friend Charlie Sandage is a musician, songwriter, and a dedicated student of folk music history. Here's Charlie. Well, in 1814, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. Took a little bacon and we took a little beans and we met the bloody British near the town of New Orleans. In 1959, Jimmy Driftwood of Timbo, Arkansas, was featured in a remarkable Carnegie Hall concert called Folk Song. 59. Part of that remarkability was its diversity. Some of the others who appeared were Muddy Waters and Memphis Slim, Bluesmen, the Stony Mountain Boys, Bluegrass, the Salah Jubilee Singers, Gospel, and the Cadillacs, Early Rock and Rollers. The event producer was Alan Lomax of the third generation of a legendary family in the annals of American folk music collection, scholarship, production, promotion, and performance. All right, Uncle Charlie, let's have this charge. Lomax had just returned from a decade in Europe and was about to set off on what would become known as his Southern Journey. He would do field recording in six states, from Virginia to Arkansas, and would yield a collection that would find its way into record releases, films, and soundtracks. In 1995, Rounder Records released a 13-volume CD series with selections featuring such notables in the world of traditional American music as Charlie Higgins and Wade Ward of Grayson County, Virginia. Another Virginian Lomax recorded was Hobart Smith of Saltville. Railroad Bell He 
spent some time with the Georgia Sea Islands folks and recorded several groups, including one led by John Davis. Oh, Moses, Moses, don't get lost in the Smart your rod and come across. In Fife, Alabama, Lomax spent a day with their annual Sacred Harp musical convention. song collected from Miss Sidney Carter in Senatobia, Mississippi, would eventually be recorded by Emmylou Harris, Allison Krauss, and Gillian Welch for the 2000 film, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mama gone away and my daddy gone stay, didn't leave nobody but the baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Your mama gone away and my daddy gone stay, didn't leave nobody but the baby. In addition to already being acquainted with Jimmy Driftwood, when Lomax got to Arkansas, he sought out John Quincy Wolfe, Jr., an English professor at Southwestern College, now known as Rhodes College in Memphis, Tennessee. Lomax knew about Wolfe's folk song collection work in the Ozarks and held it in high regard. Much of Wolfe's work is now online in Lyon College's Wolfe Folklore Collection. As a result of Wolf's guidance and Lomax's acquaintance with Jimmy Driftwood, the content of Volume 7 of the CD edition of Alan Lomax's Southern Journey was recorded in and around Stone County, Arkansas, the home of today's Ozark Folk Center. One of its featured performers was Neil Morris, Jimmy Driftwood's father. The title of the song is The, the Irish Soldier and the Angus Lady or The Nightingale Song. In future segments, we'll dive deeper into Lomax's southern journey sojourn in Stone County, Arkansas. Said the lady to the soldier, why don't you marry me? Oh no, said the soldier, that never could be. I've got a sweet wife in Scotland and children twice three. You know that's a plenty for a soldier like me. Goodbye, said the soldier with a parting caress. Tomorrow I'm going to the throne of Queen Bess. But if I ever come back to be to that great spring to see gliding and hear the nightingale sing. Goodbye, said the lady as she gave him her hand. I'll 
think of you often in there in Fairland. But I'd rather hear you fiddle and tap on the string than to see the water gliding and hear the nightingale sing. Thanks, Charlie. The point we're trying to make on this week's show is that folk music doesn't mean old music. There are still great folk songs being written today. Let's close out our show with a couple more from Jamie Lou Connolly and Garrett Broland, Watertown and Carolina. You know, I think a, you could play a folk song with, a, you know, a DJ, but, you know, as long as the, I think the, the core of folk is, you know, this song was written about something that's happening, you know, currently yeah. in our in our world, whether mm-hmm. it's to draw attention to this thing or to, hey, this is what's messed up or this is something, you know, that is a subject matter that the folk the people, the folk, can attach to the you know songs about sexual assault here. You know, recently um, mm-hmm. the Me Too movement. You know, those are, those are folk songs to me. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, the songs about Flint and the the water crisis mm-hmm. there, and songs about things going on. There's always waves going on, and and now we're seeing a lot more protest songs. And sort of, I feel like folk has always been the kind of the root of that. Built this
When I first joined, it was a, a three-piece folk music with a three-piece band, uh -huh. you know. And I think I came in, and I, I'm more of a rock musician. And for whatever reason, I didn't try to meld into it really well. I think I just kind of—it's my fault. But like, it, it was a there was about a year of the band. I actually, the whole band is kind of—you mm -hmm. know—there was this kind of competition of sounds of the folk side and the harmonies versus this rock thing that was coming in. And but now we just put them together. But now, you know, we finally, when we recorded our first record, we, I think, finally found their spot where they meet. Yeah, and even since since then, though, it's, it's even gotten a little bit more realized. Well, I think it's like, I mean, because I, what I've seen a lot of folk singers is that, like, you're singing about some really serious, you know, painful times or, or something really happier, you know, anger but like having the rock behind it just almost makes sense
That brings us to the end of this week's show. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more music that you won't hear any further up the radio dial. This is your host, Dave Smith. Have a great week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state on the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Mm-hmm.